0: Hello and welcome back to episode 85. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very glad to be back after taking a week off because I was coughing and an absolute snot rag. So I'm feeling much better now. And this week I want to talk to you about worthiness and share with you a little activity that is going to help you with increasing your feelings of worthiness so that you can bring in your manifestations quicker. And I was on a call with one of my one-to-one clients last week, and we were talking about this lack of feeling worthy that was preventing her from embodying her vision. And I told her about something that I used to do in the past, which showed that at the time, I also felt like I wasn't worthy just in general. So because I've got a memory like a sieve, when I used to live at my old house, I would often make myself a toast and then I would forget that I'd put it in the toaster and I would burn it even though I had a full loaf of bread on the worktop that had cost about a quid, I would stand there every time over the bin with this piece of toast and scrape off the burn. I don't even like well-done toast, so you can imagine this was not my preference. And I know that that doesn't seem like a major thing, but I would do that over and over and over again for years and now, When I think about that, it just strikes me as how symbolic that was that I felt like I was just having to put up with something that was less than what I wanted because I obviously didn't feel like I was worthy even of a new piece of fucking bread. Now, if I'd have been making a toast for somebody else and I burnt it, I would never have dreamed of serving them that. I would have obviously made a new piece of toast and made sure it was right and what they'd asked for. So... Why wasn't I doing that for myself? Now, at the time, I didn't recognise the meaning behind that action. So I wanted to share with you a few common ways that a feeling of unworthiness could be manifesting in your life. And later, I'm going to share with you a little activity that is great for helping you to improve your feelings of worthiness. So I've got five of these things that I'm going to share with you. So I'll try and keep them brief because you know what I'm like. You know what I'm like. So the first one and the most common one that I've come across is the inability or difficulty accepting a compliment. Whether it be on how you look or what you're wearing or the work that you've done or even just your qualities as a person. I feel like this will really resonate with a lot of people. So just for example, I complimented somebody on the dress at work a couple of weeks ago. She looked absolutely beautiful, really smart, really stylish, and I was just very much enjoying her outfit that she was wearing. So I said, oh, I love your dress. And she said something like, I might not have it word for word, but it was very similar to this. Oh, I've had it for years. It was really cheap. I got it in the sale. It doesn't even fit right, actually. In fact, it's got a hole in the back somewhere. (laughs) And then she proceeded to try and locate the hole to prove to me what an absolute rag she was wearing. (laughs) Now, if that person had better worthiness, higher self-worth, she would have said to me, thank you. (laughs) and this doesn't just apply to outfits like I said it could be someone saying how funny you are or how lovely you are or what a great mum you are or what a fantastic job that you've done of something at work when you are downplaying what you have done or who you are being you are teaching people to treat you as if you're not worthy so if that is you and that rings a bell please I beg you this week, accept the compliment. If you weren't worthy of it, it would not be given to you. So take it on board and say thank you. So another one, another common way that a lack of feeling worthy can manifest is difficulty in accepting gifts of any kind. So that could be As simple as, like, arguing with somebody over who's buying the coffees in a coffee shop or maybe who's paying the bill at a restaurant. And if you get two people together who are struggling with feelings of unworthiness, then you can be there all fucking day, can't you? (laughs) People saying, like, no, I'm paying. No, I'm paying. No, absolutely not. I'm paying. And both trying to elbow each other out of the way to get to the card machine is not... It's not a vibe, guys. Abundance comes in all forms. And sometimes that means it's through a gift from someone else. Sometimes it's in an opportunity that you're given and you know would be really beneficial for you. And you pass up on it because you can't accept that joy or success that you know it'll bring you. And that's because you're feeling like you are not worthy of having that. You hear people when they are given like a substantial gift saying, Oh, no, I can't accept that. It's too much. But ask yourself, what message are you sending out to the universe when you reject a gift like that instead of just accepting it with gratitude? Well, I'm going to tell you. The message is I'm not worthy. And so the universe will say, okay, then your wish is my command and retract that abundance and give you more lack. So please accept the fucking coffee. The next way that I've got for you that it might manifest is that you find yourself comparing yourself to others and criticising yourself regarding what your life should look like based on somebody else's life. And that could be comparing your body to someone else's. It could be comparing how many wrinkles that you've got to somebody of the same age. Maybe you're comparing how much money you earn to someone else, comparing your relationship status to your friends, comparing your home or even the place that you live in, comparing how perky your tits are and what size your pants are, absolutely anything at all. That means looking at others and thinking that in some way they are better than you. You are exactly where you are meant to be. This timeline and perception of what Life is supposed to look like is completely bollocks. It's made up, and you don't have to follow it. You have your own timeline that is working out for your highest good, and you'll see a shift here when you improve your self worth because you'll stop seeing other people as competition of any kind. You'll be able to look, um, for example, as a female, you will be able to look at another woman and admire how beautiful she is without feeling like you aren't because she is. Does that make sense? You'll look at people in your industry and feel inspired by their success instead of intimidated by it. You'll look at them as a role model and feel excited about what's coming. You'll look at people who are in love as a single person and be hopeful and, you know, excited about what's ahead for you instead of feeling jealous that they've got something that you don't have at the minute because everybody has their own timeline you don't need to be on anyone else's so another common sign is that you find yourself over apologizing and there's nothing wrong with apologizing when you're in the wrong in fact I would say that's a sign that you have enough self-worth to own your mistakes and make amends for them But if you are starting a good percentage of your conversations with the word sorry when you've not actually done anything wrong and you're apologising for a circumstance that is out of your control, then you're basically apologising for your very existence because somewhere within you, you are holding that belief that you are not worthy of taking up the space that you're in and therefore that you need to constantly apologise because you feel like your existence is somehow causing other people a problem. Let me tell you right now, it's not. So stop it. (laughs) Unless you are truly sorry for something that you've done, I'd like you to rephrase the way that you speak. We all know that person. Everybody knows one of those people who says, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And you can see it in Everything about them, the body language, the way that they portray themselves, a lack of self-worth. We are not being those people. So let's say, for example, you are working on a till in a shop and it's busy and it's not your fault. It's a busy day in the shop. And the customer reaches the till and you say, I'm really sorry for your weight. You're telling that person that the fact that the shop is busy is your fault. Instead, you can say something like, thank you for your patience, how can I help you? It's just a really small adjustment that makes it clear that you are not at fault, but that you are grateful that the person understands this and also for the patience or whatever it is that has uh, impacted them. And I know that's a bit of a specific example, but you can alter this to fit any situation. And I remember doing that. I used to work at Barclays Bank, (laughs) believe it or not, and I would hear people around me saying, sorry about your weight. And then they would get annoyed customers all the time because the customer then believed that it was their fault that they were waiting. And I didn't get annoyed customers very often because I would never say that. I would say, thank you for your patience. How can I help you? And it would switch the way that they thought. It would stop them thinking that I was the problem because I knew that I was not the problem. And finally, the worst and most negatively impactful manifestation of having low self-worth or not feeling worthy enough is simply shitty self-talk, allowing your self-critic that we all have to be louder than your self-cheerleader. And this can take on any form. It could be that you're saying how ugly you are or how much weight you've put on or how little you earn or how you have upset somebody or how you're a bad person or how anything at all that is berating yourself in any way, shape or form and telling yourself that you are not good enough in some way. And I'm going to keep that one fairly short because I've talked about it a lot. But if you wouldn't say it to someone that you love and respect... Don't say it to yourself. That's the rule that I use. You would never go over to your best friend and say, oh, you look really fat in that outfit. You wouldn't do it. Or you wouldn't say, oh, you're not as far along as I hoped you'd be, would you? Because you would know that that would negatively impact them. But we do things like that to ourselves all the time, unless we change that. So when you notice yourself doing that, I want you to correct those thoughts Because those thoughts are telling the universe that you are not worthy. And whatever you want the universe to believe, it will reflect back to you. So stick to that rule. If you wouldn't say it to someone that you love and respect, don't say it to yourself. So they are my five signs that you might be experiencing feelings of unworthiness. Inability to accept a compliment. Rejecting gifts. Comparing yourself to others over apologising and shitty self-talk. So now, let's talk about the task that I'm going to set for you this week. And I would love you to join in with this task. And I would love you to share it with me in the Facebook group, on Instagram, anywhere you like. Because I'd love to see the impact that this will have. And I think it's going to be a good one. So this is something that was inspired by my head teacher, actually, a few years ago when she first started at our school. So when she came in, she was all brand new and fresh and excited about the school. And we'd been there a while and she came into school and she started making some big changes to the way that we worked. And in particular, the building that we were working from, which shook us all up a bit at uh, at the beginning, but it worked out very well. And in one of the earlier staff meetings that we had with her, she asked us to say what we thought about our school environment and whether it was a nice space to come to both as staff members and for our children. And we all pretty much agreed that we liked it very much and that it was really nice and it was quite tidy because we were obviously quite protective of it. So she then set us a task for the rest of the meeting to walk around the school in little groups with a pen and paper and do an audit of the environment. And she wanted us to really notice everything and look in detail at our school. And I remember really noticing for the first time all of the what can only be described as old shite that was hanging around all over the place Some on our stage, some in the cupboard units, some had collected in piles near the outside buildings. Um, We had corridors where there were bits of paint peeling and a few things were broken. You know, doors with broken bits on them and units with missing handles. And I can honestly say that until that environment audit task that she gave us, I had never in four years, noticed any of it because I loved coming to school. I loved the people. I loved the place. I loved the kids. So I became blind, like everybody else did, to the fact that it wasn't quite right and that we were just accepting things that were less than we would truly like to have, less than what we were worthy of having. So once we'd collected it, we came back together and we shared our findings and then she and all of us went to work then on cleaning it up and give it, having a clear out and just generally sprucing it up. And then over the course of the time that she's been the head there, it's been done up, you know, room by room. And now... um although obviously every school ends up with a bit of clutter here and there, it's a really lovely place to be and it's much tidier and much nicer. We've got plants, we've got mirrors, we've got paintings, we've got nice new furniture, our displays are all calm and cohesive and there's like positive affirmations on the wall and the colour scheme matches and it's just generally more lovely. It's a place that is worthy of the incredible teachers and the staff And our amazing kids. So I stored that little activity away in my brain for a later date. And today is that day. (laughs) I didn't know what I was going to use it for. But I knew it was going to come in handy at some point. So this is something that I asked one of my one-to-one clients to do this week. And I would love for you to join in with it. And by the way, if you are looking for a last-minute gift to yourself this Christmas. And you would like to come and work with me. I am still offering my four-week one-to-one for £333 at the minute. This is the last month that it will be at that price. So you can still actually book it this month for that price, but start in the new year for the same price. So hit me up if you want to know more, or you can visit my website, which is positivepig.co.uk, and click on the shop bit. Investing in myself has been the best thing I have done this year, and I really wish that I had done it sooner. Okay, so what I would like you to do today or tomorrow or this week, but make sure you do it before you forget, is to get a notepad and a pen and intentionally walk around your home looking at it with fresh eyes and really noticing it all. Because we spend so much time in our home, that's a reflection of how worthy we feel and We often get blind to things that we we kind of just got used to not being quite right. So what I want you to think about is this, these questions as you're walking around. What in here makes me feel like I am not worthy? What am I settling for that's not really what I desire? What the woman who is living my vision would desire? And I know that the woman who, who is living in your vision or the man might have... You know, half a million pound house or more. But think about it just room by room. Ask yourself what in here needs gradually upgrading or replacing? What needs finishing or fixing? I know that in my environment, there are things that are unfinished from when I moved in, only little things, but things that I've never got around to doing. And I know that there's things that need fixing. There's a couple of bulbs that have gone that need replacing and things like that. There's a few scrapes on the wall that need touching up. So doing an audit of your life, starting with your home, will open your eyes to your burnt toast. The things that are not what that woman or man who is living in your end vision would accept. And this doesn't have to cost you a fortune. In fact, the majority of it is going to cost you very little. It's going to be a lick of paint. It's going to be a new light bulb, a declutter of a space. Maybe, um, you know, what's it called? Upcycling a piece of furniture and making it more like something that you would love. But energetically, you are upgrading your environment and you spend so much time in that particular environment. And that is going to say to the universe, Luke, this is my space. Look how beautiful it is. Look how proud of it I am. This is how I live because I am worthy. So show me how good it gets for a person with this level of worthiness. And then if you enjoy that activity, you can take it further. You can then move that to your work environment. You can, whether you work in an office, you might want to rearrange your desk and make it a nicer environment. You might want to ask for a new chair. If you work in your own space, like you've got a, an office of your own that belongs to you, like a business space, you might want to redecorate it. You might want to get new carpets that are bougier. Um, You could extend this to your car. If your car is a bit of a tip like mine always is, you could have a good clear out, get rid of anything that's not supposed to be in there, have it valeted, have it washed, maybe get yourself... um a little car organiser pack, you know, the things where you can keep snacks and shit in, I love them. So you can really audit your life and think, what about this is not what I want, what am I putting up with here because I don't feel worthy. And the act of upgrading it intentionally is going to build your worthiness and make you see your value. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, Please, 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 could you do me a favour and leave me a review? It will help me so much. Over the past um, couple of months or so, I got like an influx of reviews, but I've not had any this week. So if you could leave me a review, I'd be so, so grateful. Thank you very much. So thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week. And I will speak to you. What date will it be next Monday? Oh, shit. It's Christmas Eve next Monday. better start shopping so i will see you later and have a wonderful week bye